Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, you're here. January 19th. Here's what we're working on this morning. The Hamilton Conservation Authority is warning people not to climb on giant ice mounds about to form along the lakeshore. Simone Gavros is going to be there. A leaning home in Hamilton's north end is no longer considered to be an imminent risk. And Hamilton-born actor known for her role on today's special has died. It is no tie, bow tie, so you know it is Friday. Looking very fine, Mr. Wood. And you oh, and the turtleneck, mm -hmm. very sharp. Looking very fine today. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, turtleneck feels good this morning. It does, <sighs> yes, because uh, the temperatures are uh, dropping, aren't they? Yeah, well, yeah. We're sitting at minus eight right now. Wind chill about minus 15 to minus 17, but the snow is already settling in, and we will get some snow on and off throughout the day, uh, particularly this morning. Uh, Hamilton. It could get two to five centimeters of snow, but the Niagara area could get about 10 centimeters of snow. Now, the interesting thing about today, uh, over the past week, the winds have been sustained from the southwest. That means, so in, in essence, the north shore of, of uh, Lake Erie, Simcoe, Cayuga, Niagara Falls, have been getting hammered by some snow. That's going to shift around. The winds will come at us from the north today, so the north shore of, of, of the Niagara region. So in through uh, St. Catharines, Niagara Falls again, could get some heavier snow, could get 10 centimeters there. So yeah, five to 10 centimeters for the day today. Uh, and temperature about steady where we are right now, about minus eight, so no real change there. Another cold day. We'll talk about that coming up. Looking at traffic, 403 Water Down Road. It's Friday, volume's usually lighter. It's moving along okay right there. I do want to show you one of our MTO traffic cameras into St. Catharines. Here's the Garden City Skyray, already getting some snow. There you can see it in the light standard there. No problems as far as volume is concerned, but the snow is already settling into the area and will continue to push through Red Hill Creek. Uh, unfortunately, that camera's frozen, but it's, ah, there it goes. They've shifted it around. Here's the uh, top of the Burlington Skyway Bridge. You're starting to see some lines on the highway as that snow gets a little bit stronger now. So we'll look at weather and traffic in a few minutes for you. But right now, let's check the news. Mm, and we start with the Hamilton uh, Conservation Authority because they're warning people about the dangers of huge ice mounds that are about to form along the shoreline this winter. Let's bring in Simone Gavros, who joins us from Confederation Beach Park with more on this. And we say about to form because they're they're not quite there yet. Hi, Tim. No, yeah, they're not here just yet, but typically they are beautiful and picturesque, but Hamilton Conservation Authority is warning people that they are extremely dangerous. Now, here's a look at what they will look like eventually once they do start to form along the shoreline here in Lake Ontario. They will form, they're formed by snow and ice, but when it's pressed up against the shore, by wind and waves that create these massive mounds. The Conservation Authority is reminding people to stay away if you do see them. So be sure not to climb them. Not only are they slippery, but they can break apart at any time, and it's nearly impossible to get out if you fall into the cold water below. And they may look beautiful, but they're reminding people to just look at them from a distance and just admire them from there. Now, Hamilton Police also issued a warning about ice safety and reminding people that no ice is safe ice. We'll be speaking to police coming up next to hear more about how to stay safe around ice. Annette, I'll send things over to you.
Okay, thanks very much, Simone. Well, at least one small business in Hamilton says the deadline to pay back pandemic loans factored into its decision to close indefinitely. Another says their future is uncertain. Not in the perfect place to pay this back right now. It's especially disheartening to have uh, fought for uh, the past four years uh, through a fairly difficult time in, in world history, the pandemic, and make it to the other side only to uh, be knocked down by something that you know you really couldn't account for. Bar Sazerac on James Street North is staying open, but owner Kyle Ferreira says he couldn't pay his SIBA loans by yesterday's deadline, and the debt makes the bar's future uncertain. Crumbum's bake, uh, bake Shop on Hamilton Mountain is now closed until further notice. They have confirmed with CHCH News that the SIBA loan was a factor in that decision. Now, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and Restaurants Canada had been calling for another extension to the deadline. That did not happen. A nonprofit group that supports adults with intellectual disabilities is asking for help from the province. Without it, Community Living Ontario will not be able to continue some of its programs. Help us have more support, more technology, get upgrades for the facilities. If we don't get it, we have continued um, difficult decisions to make, you know, so we've got to keep on um, struggling with how do we make ends meet. Yeah, the executive director of the Grimsby Lincoln and West Lincoln chapter says programs and support for nearly 300 people. That is under threat. Community Living Ontario hasn't had a significant increase to its base funding in 30 years. At the same time, they're dealing with the increasing cost of groceries, rent, gas, and also wages. People next door to a leaning house in Hamilton's North End have been allowed back into their homes. They were told to evacuate last week for fear that the house under construction could collapse. The city of Hamilton has confirmed that an engineer has signed off that the structure on Ferry Street is now stable. Proper shoring to level out and secure the new build has been installed. The unfinished home was deemed a threat after being noticed by an off-duty inspector. They're still trying to determine what caused the leaning. A provincial building code order has been issued to the owner, requiring them to monitor the stabilization and fix the problem within seven days. Nine Ontario municipalities are getting $2 million from the federal government, or sorry, from the Ontario government. This is to prevent abandoned oil and gas wells from exploding. In 2021, a gas leak from an old well leveled two buildings and injured 20 people in Wheatley, Ontario, not very far from Point Pelee. The explosion came weeks after officials declared two states of emergency and evacuation orders after discovering hydrogen sulfide gas leaks in the area. Niagara Region and the counties of Brant, Haldeman and Norfolk are among the nine municipalities that will use the provincial funding for monitoring equipment, training for emergency responders and an education campaign for people living near the wells. Well, the jackpot is growing in Caledonia's hottest ticket. The Six of Clubs was drawn last night at the Caledonia Legion, so the progressive lottery to catch the ace will continue next week. The estimated jackpot has grown to at least $316,000. Last week's weekly winner, or last night's weekly winner, picked up just over $15,000. The tickets are sold every Thursday in person, cash only, at the Caledonia Legion. And all of that money from the ticket sales benefit food programs with Community Support Centre, Haldeman Norfolk. Loving this story, just like we were following last year in Hagersville. Mm -hmm. It keeps on growing. Yep. How big will it get?
We'll check in next Thursday or next Friday, I guess. All right, let's get into sports. And Maple Leafs back on the ice trying to avoid losing a fifth straight game in Calgary where number 34 led the charge. That was knocked away by Brody up ahead for Nyes with Matthews. Nyes works it and shoots. Well done by Bodar. Matthews, a backhand shot, scores! Patrick Austin Matthews! Yeah, Austin Matthews was a one-man wrecking crew as the Leafs arrived at the Saddle Dome in Calgary. He notched his fourth hat-trick of the season with goals 35, 36, and 37 to put the Leafs up 4-2 after they fell behind 2-0. Hats came raining down from Leaf fans in the building. Honestly, that is more hats of the ice in Calgary than you would see on the ice in Toronto. <laughs> 34 is now on pace for 71 goals this season, the most in the salary cap era. It was 4-3 in the third when it looked like they would blow a lead for a fifth straight game. As the Flames come up here, we're able to, uh, to tie it. But hang on a second. The Leafs challenged this goal as their video team somehow saw that there was a hand pass earlier in the play, which was confirmed after a review right here. So the score remained 4-3. And it finished that way. Leafs get back in the win column. They wrap up their trip in Vancouver against the Canucks, who after their win last night are the top team in the NHL. Wanted me to remind everyone what a nice kid Andre was back then. Here's Dreisaitl with Fogel. Breakaway scores! Edmonton's first lead of the night! No stopping the Edmonton Oilers right now. Warren Fogel had two goals. So they came back from 2-0 down to beat Seattle 4-2 to extend their franchise record winning streak to 12. They actually tied a Canadian record for longest winning streak by a Canadian team set by the 67-68 Montreal Canadiens. They go for the Baker's Dozen tomorrow in the Battle of Alberta against the Flames. Stutzla comes up with a puck, has some room, Stutzla in, cuts to the slot, drops, space to Joseph, on a setup by Stutzla. Finally, some good news for the Ottawa Senators, they would dominate Montreal sending Habs fans to the exits early in Canada. Tim Stutzel, beauty assist there on the Matthew Joseph goal. Had a three-point night, including a tally as the Sens. They take it 6-2. They host Winnipeg tomorrow, which happens to be Hockey Day in Canada. Boudreaux. Shot scores! The Ice Dogs were unable to reel in the Steelheads in St. Catharines last night as Mississauga would score twice in the opening frame as... That's all that got past Owen Flores, who did make 26 stops. Mike Levin would score for Niagara, his 16th of the season in the second. But as close as they came, so they drop a second straight game, 2 on the final. They are in Barrie tomorrow. The Bulldogs host Windsor tomorrow. Over top the defense, Porter. Here's Scotty back up top. On the drive, right down Bay Street. Two-handed slam. On the court for the second straight night in Toronto, Scotty Burns leading the way. After Pascal Siakam trade, he is the man. He had his uh, a good game with 31 points. The new guy, Bruce Brown, right here, who came over from Indiana in that trade, also had a nice debut with 15 points, seven rebounds. Wasn't enough, though, for them to win back-to-back -back games. After dominating Miami on Wednesday, old friend DeMar DeRozan ruined the party, dropping 24 for doubles in the 116-110 win. Raps are off to Big Apple to see another friend, OG Ananobi, and the Knicks tomorrow. And let's finish with Mr. Steady Eddie, Hamilton Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who was back to his usual self, leading his Oklahoma City Thunder into Utah, and they brought the Thunder right on his season average. He dropped 31 points in the 134-129 win over the Jazz, snapping their six-game winning streak. It also halted a two-game slide for his Thunder as they remain in second spot in the Western Conference.
12 minutes after six o'clock. It is Friday and we've got some light snow in the area that's going to that's moving in right now. Um, it's going to give us a dusting of snow, but also probably giving us some slippery road conditions. So be really careful once again today looking at the uh, exclusive camera that we have around Waterdown Road on the 403 looking OK. Occasionally we'll get a bit of a shake in the camera there. The winds are picking up from the north right now to our MTO traffic cameras getting some light snow right now into St. Catharines. You can see how hazy it is. That's the snow coming down and some and some lines there on the highway. Uh, Red Hill Creek, no problems with volume. Same same with west of Brant all the way through the Ford plant. And here's a look at Etobicoke Creek. So take it carefully this morning. The wind the wind from the north is going to give us that snow flurry activity as the day goes on. Temperatures right now. We are sitting at minus eight at the moment. Uh, the winds, they are they have really shifted. They're now from the north, 17 to 28. That makes it feel like minus 15 this morning. We're already getting that light snow flurry activity for school today. We should sit steady about minus eight for the day, so no real change. It'll be mainly cloudy. We'll get some snow two to four to five centimeters in the Hamilton area but more in Niagara. There you can see how the snow, the blue, has moved into uh, the horseshoe now, and it's just going to glance its way across us as this low pressure system goes up the east coast, and it just gives us that little blast of snow early in the day today. It should taper off to a mainly cloudy sky later on. Today's temperatures, four, minus four and minus six for Niagara, where they could get 10 centimeters, uh, minus eight to minus seven and nine this end of the lake. So snow this morning and then mainly cloudy with flurries later on. Tonight, cold, not too bad for Niagara Falls at minus seven, minus 12 for St. Catharines, but minus 14. Wind chills down around minus 20 for the overnight. There's, a, <coughs> excuse me, that flurry activity. Tomorrow, minus eight to minus seven. A bit of sunshine, uh, north shore of Lake Erie, not as much sun, but another cold day tomorrow. Temperature really doesn't change an awful lot as we go the, through the next 24 hours. So as you step out the door this morning, we are at minus 8, cold, wind chill about minus 15, and we do have some light snow, so take it carefully, please. We'll look long range in a few minutes. Annette, Tim. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Perfect conditions for those Community Outdoor Rigs. Good morning, Emily Vukovic. How's yours looking? <laughs> Good. My kids are on it every day. Awesome. I mean, it started Wednesday, so they've been on it twice, but they're hoping for it today as well. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Well, we've got some sad news coming up. Noreen Virgin passed away. She's a childhood entertainer, mm. educator, and Hamilton native, so we'll talk a little bit about her life and her advocacy. And Tiger King, yeah, he's still a thing. Uh, he wants a new trial. We'll talk about that coming up as well. Okay, okay, we'll see you at the couch in a little bit. I'll be there. Coming up after the break, uh, into business news, and there's a recall for children's medicine in Canada. Have those details in two minutes. Six seventeen on your Friday. Here's some numbers for you. Canadian dollar up uh, ten basis points this morning, sitting at seventy-four point two four cents U.S. Gold up over ten bucks, twenty thirty-one eighty an ounce. Crude oil also up, seventy-four thirty-two a barrel. Off to Europe we go. Hey, Europe. Uh, markets not looking the best on their Friday, down across the board in London, Frankfurt, and Paris. In Asia, markets were up a lot in Tokyo, but smaller gains in, uh, or smaller losses, rather, in Hong Kong and Shanghai. Checking North American markets, the TSX was up 62 points. There were triple-digit gains on Wall Street. 
Uh, glad you're with us on this uh, Friday morning. Let's get into some business news and some recall news actually off the top because some children's pain and fever relief medicine has been recalled due to a risk of overdose. A recall notice published by Health Canada says a routine product testing found a higher than acceptable amount as of a sinophen in the affected lots of pediatrics oral solution by drug manufacturer Teva Canada. So Health Canada says bottles of the medicine with the uh, lot number of MC0079 and an expiry date of August 2025. They've been recalled. Medicine is available without a prescription as it is intended for use in children between the ages of 2 and 11. Best Buy Canada and Bell Canada are going to work together to reband and revamp the source. The agreement involves 165 stores. The wholly owned subsidiary of Bell will be known as Best Buy Express, with locations expected to start opening later this year. The small format stores will offer electronics along with wireless services from Bell, Virgin Plus and Lucky Mobile. There are nearly 300 The Source locations. Those that aren't rebranded will be closed. All right, let's go to BC because the union representing transit workers or supervisors, I should say, in the lower mainland says it will be withdrawing all services come Monday if an agreement with Coast Mountain Bus Company is not reached. QP Local 4500 says it has been waiting more than four weeks for Coast Mountain to respond to its latest proposal. The union says unless an agreement is reached, all services, including the C-Bus, will be suspended by 3 a.m. on January the 22nd for two days. If you're looking forward to the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, you may end up paying more to keep watching. This is not a job for human beings to be here when other people are going to the bathroom. Nobody wants you here. Everybody's disappointed when they walk in here. They don't want to see you. I'm sorry to say. With all due respect, people come in here with bad breath. I got, I got mouthwash. People come in here, you know, look, I need a little spruce up. I got cologne here. They would gladly sacrifice the gum, the cologne, the mints. Anything you have here for some privacy. They would. They'd sacrifice it in a second. <laughs> Subscribers of streaming service Crave are going to have to pay an additional $2 a month to avoid ads to see that show and others. Bell Media is going to charge Crave subscribers who use its premium ad-free uh, level to $22 a month now. The change affects only the most expensive subscription tier. Crave's standard with ads subscription will continue costing $15 a month and its basic with ads plan will stay at $10 a month. Let's get Larry David on that situation, huh? <laughs> hey, Larry, if you're watching, help Any us out there. Any chance to watch yeah, that. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. Uh, taking a break right now. Temperatures are dropping and some snow is a-flying. Brian brings all that good news right after this. Coming up on 624, Friday the 19th of January. Now, oh, don't freeze on me. No, 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 no. All right, they've changed the camera around here. That was a good shot of the snow coming down. There is a weather advisory in effect right now for Niagara. Five to ten centimeters of snow, and it's coming down a little bit heavier through the Garden City here. Garden City Skyway looks pretty good traffic-wise. No problems the south end of the Burlington Skyway Bridge, Appleby Line, through to Lorne Park, all the way through 403 at Matheson. Not a lot happening, just that snow, and that snow will intensify as the morning goes 
Amazon, two to five centimeters for Hamilton, but 10, as I mentioned, possible for Niagara. Temperatures right now, minus eight, Hamilton, Grimsby, Mississauga, windchill minus 15, minus seven for Toronto. Um, uh, those are our sun times for the day today and seasonal temperatures, minus two and minus nine. So to start the day, we're actually above seasonal, but it's not going to change very much temperature-wise. Those are our records for today. Uh, for school today, we should be minus eight with some snow for the first spell. Little bit of sun, but still at minus eight for after school and some flurries. So today, two to five centimeters generally for Hamilton, most of the horseshoe, but Niagara could get 10 centimeters. Uh, minus 14 tonight, wind chills around minus 20. Another cold night tonight. Minus eight tomorrow, a little bit of flurry activity. In the afternoon, a wind chill of minus 15, so another cold day. Minus two Sunday with some sun, zero, plus two, plus five, and plus six as we get through Wednesday and Thursday with some showers. That's a look at your forecast. Annette, Tim. Okay. Well, 12 teams from around the world are putting the snow in Minnesota right now to very good use. They're competing in the World Snow Sculpting Championship. We're making two horses, two chubby horses. <laughs> okay. Two chubby horses. Two chubby horses. Okay, that's what they're going to call it, I guess. Uh, it may not look like much yet, but uh, team Mexican Snow is working hard to carve their visions to life. There are also teams from Canada, Turkey, and France. Do they get snow in Mexico? Weird. They have uh, 64 hours to carve their masterpieces before a winner is named. Now, the Chamber of Commerce says last year's championship brought 50,000 people to the small town of Stillwater, Minnesota. I sense another Bill Murray movie here. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Groundhog Day. Totally. <laughs> There were some sculptures happening in our backyard. We just couldn't get the uh, the teams working together because they were each, each building one independently. Oh. And then one thought that they were working together, and then the other said they weren't working together, and then oh. hysteria ensued. <laughs> and you're like, okay, just keep it outside. I don't care what you I do. Don't care what you do. <laughs> just like Mary you Lou used to well say. You learn well from your mom. <laughs> care what you do each other as long as you're doing it outside, outside. in the freezing cold. <laughs> Close the door. You're bringing the cold in here. Dad's got a nap. <laughs> okay. Friday. Can you tell? Yeah. All right. We'll see you in a couple of minutes on Morning Live. Oh, they were going. To